0: Are you underutilizing one of the most powerful restaurant marketing tools on the planet? What do 92 million monthly Yelp searchers see when they land on your page? Is your content accurate and attention-grabbing? Are you using every conversion tool possible to set yourself apart? Yelp is here to help. Go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to sign up for a one-on-one with a specialist that will review your Yelp page and share tips to help you stand out. Again, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to supercharge your Yelp page today. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kobel, a Michelin rated restaurateur. Together with famed marketer, Matt Platt, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get a marketing tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today, we're gonna be covering strategies for new, frequent, and lost customers. So it's a deep conversation that you can have with a frequent
1: customer. It's not as deep with a new customer. And a lost customer, it's a little different. I think that's one of the reasons we really talk about segmenting your databases. If you're telling everybody the same exact story, in essence, you're telling nobody. If you've got a database that is 40% frequent customers, 30% lost, and 30% new, and you're telling them how awesome your fish tacos are, but your branding may be on your other side of it is for something else, it's tough. So you got to have a strategy and you got to have a conversation that makes sense to new, but also talks to your frequent and your
0: loss. That's why you segment. So with a new customer, let's say they came in on a Monday, how quickly do you engage after they've come to the restaurant, after you've garnered their information? So number one, I'll say this. If you're getting somebody's information from in the restaurant, make sure you have if
1: you're using some type of tool it makes sure you have automation and delay set up. i had a restaurant one time i walked in i sat down I was like, scanned this to get this promotion i scanned it and i got it well guess the problem is i'm already there the restaurant just gave away profit to somebody sitting there have automation set up that knows when this code is scanned they're in the restaurant when this code is scanned they're at the county fair when this code is scanned they're on your website and you'd be able to say hey if they scan the website for example Are you in the restaurant currently? Yes, I am. Great. In a few hours, we're going to send you something amazing. What I would do then at that point, that's your opportunity if they're a new customer to ask them, how was your service? How was everything? If you ask them in that manner through your own platform, you have the opportunity to avoid a negative
0: experience being published online. You can keep it private. How is that question framed? Is it like open-ended where they have the opportunity to type? Is there like a one to 10 scale? Is it good, better, best? It depends on the volume. If I was
1: a owner of a restaurant, I had a certain amount of volume that was low enough. I would have that go right to a tool with me or somebody on my team. It just is open-ended. Hey, Matt, we appreciate you coming in today. You Reply back to this text. It's going to go right to the owner's text message. I just want to know how your visit was. If it's a high volume place, you're a fast casual restaurant, that line's pumping. You know, I think like Chipotle, I go up there and there's 100 people in line going through. You want to ask questions and get down to it. Hey, on a scale of one to five, three questions on a scale of one to five, how was your food today? Four, on a scale of one to five, how clean was the restaurant? Four, on a scale of one to five, how was the service? One, eh, eh, takes it somewhere. So, I mean, you can have it to where it's weighted that you know if you get a certain score or you get a certain low score on a category that you can then take it to
0: the next level. You know, what's interesting about being a restaurateur and having been in the industry my whole life is I would say that I skew optimistic in so many ways and yet pessimistic, incredibly pessimistic in so many other ways. And it begs the question, do people really want to hear from us? And if so, what is the tone of engagement? Because I've got to believe that most restaurateurs fear the interaction because they don't want to annoy a patron. And so you have messaged Tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. How well, on average, is that information received? So here's what you got to think about. I use the example all the time. I'm married. This is
1: going on my 22nd year. We been together 26 years. If I went home tonight and it was mat Platt, mat Plat, mat Plat, mat Plat, my wife would be like, oh, come on. Seriously, again, I'm done. That's what most restaurants fail on. Consumers don't mind being talked to and messaged via email and text and even Messenger and social media and push notifications on apps. But the problem is it's always a one-way conversation. We tell our clients, look at on an annual basis, you're going to send 52 emails, for example. Let's have 26 of those. Be about your customer. Hey, Mother's Day, Father's Day, July 4th, the Super Bowl. Go to Facebook, tell us who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're giving away a $100 gift card. You're not saying come eat with me. You're not doing it. You need to get them to want to engage with you. Not every freaking week. Hey, guess what? It's steak Mondays. And I've seen restaurants every Monday, the same message. We ran to a restaurant the other day in Florida, in Fort Myers, sends a text message every day of the week. And I'm like, I don't know if this guy's been drinking at his own bar, but I mean, that's a lot. (laughs) It's way too much communication. Even if it's my favorite, if my wife texted me seven days a week, if I texted my wife, she'd probably have a problem with me. So I think Mm -hmm. it comes down to people want to hear from you. But you've got to have it be a two-way conversation. Don't be afraid to ask a question. Don't be afraid to not talk about your restaurant. A great example of the one I mentioned, Mother's Day, Anna, Sweet Taters down in North Carolina. They are a big restaurant for events. They don't need to tell you to come for Mother's Day. They just need to remind you it's Mother's Day. So we sent an email out that said, hey, ladies, we want to see your favorite member with you and your mom. Go to Facebook and drop a picture in there and let's hear about it. And we're going to give away a $50 Mother's Day gift card. I mean, it wasn't talking about buying food. And that gets people to click. And it also gets people waiting for the next communication. When your next email comes to you, like, oh, the last one was a cool Mother's Day contest. What is this
0: one? Very cool. And then I would assume that this kind of bleeds into the next part of this conversation, which is how to communicate with frequent customers. It's exactly what you just described, right? It's engaging through cool contests, things that are somewhat seasonal and relevant in this moment.
1: Yeah, so you got to look at each part of the database. And so the one thing I always tell clients is that, you don't want to get into a habit of everything you send any of your customers' coupons. There's nothing wrong with bribing somebody on the front end for their information. Like when we get a person's information, I tell my clients, well my today? Let's do a free PETA. It's a $5 food cost item. If we can get them to give us all that information, we win. But we don't want to send a free pita every month because you're going to hurt your profit margins and it's just going to brand you wrong. But that frequent customer, Matt Plapp, the restaurants I eat at, the restaurants that that you visit josh on a frequent basis you don't need to have a coupon you don't need to be told about the menu barley corns, i don't need to know about their fish tacos i just need a subtle reminder graders ice cream is a huge brand in cincinnati all i need to see is the word graders and i go man i need ice cream tonight so i think your frequent customers aren't going to be as picky as that but that's the ones you want to look and like if there's an action you're going to ask them to take a new customer isn't going to click a mother's day email and go to Facebook and leave a picture of you and her her and her mom. She doesn't have that relationship with your brand yet. A frequent customer will. And then on the lost customer topic, skipping ahead to that, you might have to bribe them. Why are they lost? Why did they quit coming? The pandemic in 2020 changed a lot of patterns. A lot of people no longer work in their office. But you know what? They might have had their favorite taco joint. They went to Taco Tuesday every week with the people from the office. Well, guess what? They're living 20 minutes away now find out if that's the case hey we're still having taco tuesday we miss you and if you can start those conversations
0: you can really get back on track i have a very specific question about this because as you were talking i was thinking how do you know so i owned a six thousand square foot two-story fine dining restaurant and we saw thousands of people per week it would have been very hard for me to clearly define who is lost? I mean, you know who's not opening the newsletters or who's not responding to your text messages. But how do you know if someone stops going to your restaurant?
1: So when I classify people as lost, these are people that we have reached through digital marketing and gotten them to tell us. Uh, mm. You might have a point of sale. Like there's a place in downtown Cincinnati that was cracking up back during the pandemic last year called Coffee Emporium. They use toast. It tells when Matt Flapp was there. And so I remember I was literally on the road for two and a half weeks in a row. And I remember going in there, using their system. And I told my director of sales, Doug, we go every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I said, hey, I'm gonna be gone for two and a half weeks. I wonder if they're using the automation that's in there. Because that point of sale knows I didn't come in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday last, the like, two weeks ago, the next week. And when I came back, I asked the manager, I said, hey, do you guys not use the marketing that goes in there? She was like, why? Like, I've been gone two and a half weeks. I didn't get name for your system. He has the ability to say, Matt, where you been? We always see you every week. So take advantage of your point of sale, of different apps you might have, of different ways of asking people. A lot of Facebook posts put up there and say, we're giving away a $100 party to our restaurant for anybody that clicks below and answers a survey. It goes into a place to collect data and says, when was the last time you were in? This week, last week, last month, it's been a while. Those been a while people, that's when you send them something and say, hey, how long has it been, bro? We miss you. And a little funny emoji with a hug and say, you know what? Here's two free burritos. Do something. A client of ours, Ray Wiley, once told me, he's like, Matt, when he would buy Subways, he owns different brands now, Hothead Burritos and Rapid Fire Pizza. But he said when he would buy Subways back in the subway days, the biggest way he would increase sales was by getting people back who quit coming. And he typically found they quit coming back because the places he was buying weren't operated great. They didn't follow the menu correctly. The food quality wasn't there. And it was poorly managed. He fixed the management. He went by the subway standards, made the sandwich exactly how the one down the street does. And then he marketed and said, hey, new management, same food you love, come back. And he found his sales increased when he got those lost customers because they already know where you're at. They already have some form of expectation, but you got to find out why they were lost. Was it your fault or was
0: it just a pattern change?